0: Outside the box, not trying to win you over, but hoping you'll listen anyway. Today's topic is Beyond Carrot or Stick. In a previous Outside the Box, I asked whether it's better to use a carrot or a stick, reward or punishment, to influence behavior, whether for a person or a government. It seems like more rewards and less punishments would be better, especially for children. But then I wondered, do we really need either one? Does the punishment of locking a person in jail or prison discourage them from engaging in more illegal behavior? Given the recidivism rate of about 67% in this country, two-thirds of released prisoners are rearrested with three, within three years and even more within five That kind of punishment does not seem to be working. Some of these arrests result from police prejudice, racism, and unreasonable probation requirements, but the number is still very high. In general, research has shown that punishment is not effective. It does not produce better behavior. Instead, as in the study of General Electric employees, it made those with bad ratings work even less and quit their jobs. And those who are considered satisfactory began to feel nervous and reduce the quality of their work as well. Sanctions against individuals made them perform worse, not better. But what about rewards? Sometimes what appears to be a carrot may in fact be harmful too, according to Alfie Cohn in the book Punished by Rewards. Cohn says that students who concentrate on getting an A grade are not focused on the wonder and excitement of learning new ideas or facts. Like animals, they're trained to care about extrinsic benefits, grades or bribes like money or candy, or even compliments or praise. They learn just to want a good grade, not the intrinsic joy of discovering new information. Carrots or rewards spoil the fun of learning. Many who get rewards... Expect them to continue, but if the incentive ends, then an absence of a reward becomes a punishment. A carrot turns into a stick. Even if the carrot continues, recipients do enough to keep getting the reward, but often no more. So, if neither rewards nor punishments are the best motivations to influence behavior, then what is? In my experience, what works best self-motivation and the power to exercise it autonomously. Being able to work in a democratic environment and cooperatively with others when helpful enables most workers to do their best job, students to learn more and enjoy it, and family members to have trusting relationships with each other. It's personal power and the option of working with others having carrots or sticks as rewards or punishments aren't as effective, especially long-term. If someone else wants to influence how a person is acting, they can reinforce whatever positive behaviors they witness. They can talk about their own feelings and experiences without demanding that others behave similarly. Unless a person is doing serious damage to themselves or other humans or the environment, others should not intervene to challenge or manipulate that person's behavior. It can work for governments and countries, too. If a nation acts voluntarily and willingly to reduce carbon emissions or balance its trade with other countries or accept endangered immigrants, that's more effective. They're more likely to continue that policy if they don't feel manipulated to do so. People should be allowed to do their best job without threats or incentives, carrots or sticks. The intrinsic value of what they're doing is the most meaningful reward, and reward enough, according to research cited by Alfie Cone. When are you able to act autonomously and cooperatively, and not because of someone else's pressure or manipulation? <laughs> I'm Larry Danzinger, always trying to act in cooperation with others, but not pressured by them.